Vihino Amadonai Lohino Adeno Maase Adeno Corona Adeno Maase Adeno Coroneo. Happiest Tuesday. And today's year is dedicated first and foremost for the success of the State of Israel, for the success of our soldiers, the return of our hostages, the return of our soldiers to their families. All of the holy ones who have given their lives of Kiddush Hashem during this time. Dan ben Esther, Nisan ben Chana, Yitzchak ben Yaklai, Yitzchak ben Rachel, Nisim ben Dina, Chana, Oli bat Evora, Shemuel ben Rachel, and Benjamin ben Shoshana, Elnar Efana Lahem. Okay, so yesterday uh, we started speaking about this uh, very important halacha, very important to discuss. Um, and uh, this the halacha says, it's based on a, a midrash if I'm not mistaken, but it says, Mi sheyesh lo chole betoch betoch, someone has is a sick family member who needs a refuah shlema or any type of difficulty or challenge. So he should go to a, a, a rabbi, go to a chacham, and ask the rabbi to say mishaberach, ask the rabbi to, to pray for them. Sometimes the prayer of the rabbi, the prayer of the chacham can also help with uh, nullifying the decree. And based on that, it's written in Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah writes, it's, uh, what's normative, I think, in most Jewish communities, is that in Kanisa, in the synagogue, the rabbi will say, uh, if there are sick people in the community, or somebody has a sick person, the rabbi will say, uh, whether it's on Shabbat, or whether it's something, something comes up, and someone comes, uh, this is one of the roles of the rabbis to pray for people. Uh, with that being said, you know this. So this is everything we described so far is part of uh, normal Jewish tradition and regular Jewish tradition. What is not a normal part of regular part of Jewish tradition, which uh, it's so important for people to be aware of this, is that unfortunately there are. It hurts me to say you have to use the word rabbi, or you have to, or the word is kabbalist, uh, a kabbalist. And they will do these kinds of services, and they'll say, and we'll pray on your behalf, and we're going to heal you, and we're going to write amulets for you, or we're going to do different things for you. And they take advantage and abuse people who are in a difficult situation. Um, and for me, this is something that is very difficult for me to say. Um, as a rabbi because I know so many good rabbis and there are so many great rabbis whose hearts are only for the community and only want to help and only want to help pray for people and then you see people that I don't know what to say, I don't know what to call but they take advantage of the of people in a difficult situation they take advantage of people in a vulnerable situation and tell them, I'm going to pray for you, or I'm going to give you this amulet, or I'm going to run. Boketov, boketov. And and they charge thousands of dollars. This is not like, uh, oh, you know, give uh, $100 to my tzedakah, and I'm going to pray for you. Thousands uh, of dollars, number one, for something that... Uh, 
I can't tell you how many stories I've heard that the, it doesn't work, that it doesn't help. You know, someone uh, comes to the Kanisa and they say, here, you know, I went to a, a Kabbalist, a Kabbalist, a, a Jewish mystic, or I went to a rabbi, and, and he told me that and I have a, a child who's not married, or I have a person who's sick in my home, it are very difficult. All situations we have to pray for. I'm saying part of normative Judaism is to, is to pray. Part of normative is to say, Misha Barach, and hopefully Hashem helps. But then he said, he said, I have to buy this. They said, they very often, they, um, they instill fear in a person. They, they scare a person. They, uh, it's the worst thing. I'm telling you, for me, it's the worst thing in the world. It's the most disgusting uh, thing in the world. That a rabbi will say to a person, if you don't do this, if you don't pay for my service, your child will never get married. If you don't pay for my service, your family member might die. That's what they'll do. They'll scare a person and they'll say, you have to pay me five, ten, twenty thousand, sometimes even more. And uh, for something that doesn't work, for someone that will we'll come to the council so here, the Kabbalist, this rabbi told me that I have to buy this gibberish, mamash, a book full of gibberish, stuff full of gibberish. It, it, they wrote on it, like on the cover, it says like secret of the Torah or, or something along those lines. Um, and inside the book, it looks like something ancient and something like that full of garbage, full of gibberish, nothing in the book. And he said, when, and when I bought the book, my, my mazel got worse, it didn't get better. It didn't help. He said, here, leave this in your house and it's going to help you. And your mazel, or, um, or rabbis who read ketubot, rabbis who say, do you know why you have problems in your marriage? You know why you have, you have problems in your life? Um, it's because of the ketubah. Come, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write you a new ketubah. First and foremost, a ketubah is a contract between a husband and wife. Uh, if, if there's a problem in the marriage most of the time, um, it's because either of how the husband is treating the wife or how the wife is treating the husband or both. It's not, it's not because of how their ketubah was written. If there's a mistake in their ketubah and they need to fix the ketubah and uh, write a new ketubah, it definitely does not cost thousands of dollars. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> if, there, if there is, there probably isn't a mistake really. Oh, your name uh, was spelled in this way. Nonsense most of the time. And, and you have rabbanim who will do it for free. Or uh, if a hundred dollars or whatever. Not a, uh, something significant, but uh, it's not a significant amount in order to fix a ketubah or in order to rewrite a ketubah. Um, so that being said, oh, I, I tell you worse stories. There's even worse stories. I, I, I'm saying this because I care about people and I care about our community, and we have to go to good rabbis. We have to go to rabbis who care, rabbis who are going to give support, rabbis who uh, will say it, filah, will pray, and who will give encouragement. And chas v'shalom, rabbis that are going to scare somebody. You go to, and then people will go to the rabbi, and the rabbi will scare them. If you don't pay thousands of dollars for my service, chas v'shalom, something bad is going to happen to you. This disgusting rabbi. And the worst part of it is they use Torah for it. 
they use they do it under the guise of the Torah. They do it under the the mask of you know this this is you know I'm a representative of God. I'm a representative of Hashem. It's the most horrible and disgusting thing. As a true Kabbalist, a real real mekubal, true Jewish mystics. Um, are extremely private about the fact that they know Jewish mysticism. They would never ever abuse it as a business to take advantage of people. And they don't want to see people. You know, people have to chase them in order to teach them or to talk to them about Kabbalah. And you have to show that I'm qualified, that I that I've already I'm, I've already achieved a mastery in Tanakh and in the Talmud and in the Gemara, and I've achieved the mastery of Judah, and now you want to teach me Kabbalah, okay, now I'm ready uh, to, maybe, to maybe learn Kabbalah and you could teach me. But uh, to go and to use it as a business and advertise it as a business to take advantage of people, and, and to, to even it's, an, it's one thing to pray for people, it's another thing to scare people. To scare people, if something's going to bad, to take advantage of people who are in a vulnerable situation is the most anti-Torah thing you could imagine. It's the most anti-Judaism, anti-the way of our forefathers that you could think of is to take advantage of someone who's in a vulnerable situation. There are stories um, where it gets worse. There are stories where, this has happened in Israel, I don't know if this has happened here, but that a rabbi told somebody, someone had terminal cancer, or people had uh, a terminal illness, the rabbi says to them, don't go to the doctor. Don't go to a doctor to pay me $20,000. It's true stories. Pay me $20,000, pay me, I don't know, they, and they phrase it in whatever kind of way they phrase it. Um, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to write you an amulet. I'm going to write you the kamea, and this is going to heal you. This is going to heal your child who is sick. And what happens soon after that? The child dies. True story. The rabbi went to prison? Huh? Rabbi, uh, I don't know, he was the rabbi was definitely um what I want to say he was chased by the authorities and whatever we don't want to say the end of the story but these are these are real stories these are real actual stories and very very often with these rabbis um, there listen there is um, there are people that by chance might get better. By chance, whatever, uh, you know, for whatever other zikhut or for whatever other thing, uh, yes, the sick person did get better or they, uh, by whatever natural means. But then that person will go around and tell people, hey, this guy works. Go to this guy. Go to this, go to this rabbi. You have to go to this rabbi. This is the only way that your sick person is going to get healed. And, and this is a person that knows nothing about medicine. They know nothing about, uh, uh, about helping people. But all I know is that there was a rabbi who gave an amulet uh, to, uh, to a person that I know and that it helped. You have to go to that rabbi. And these are rabbis who unfortunately take advantage of people. So this is a halakha, which is an important halakha, uh, what we're teaching. It's a very important part. But it has to be done always within the normative uh, Jewish tradition, within the normative Torah tradition. Uh, we have to karov Adonai lechol korav lechol Hashem is close to all of those who actually pray from the heart. If a person prays from the bottom of their heart to Hashem, Hashem hears a person's tefillot. Hashem is shomea tefillot. A person goes to, to a rabbi, go to rabbanim to pray, 100%. 
not a Rabbanim who do this as a business and Rabbanim it's a mitzvah to tell people not to go to those rabbis it's a mitzvah to these rabbis they, they should not have any business they should not have any people going to them uh, a rabbi that's willing to scare a person who is in a disadvantaged situation, uh, it's, the, it's the most horrible thing. And to say, not to scare them that, oh, your situation is really bad. Your situation is really bad, and if you don't use my services, someone is going to die. If you don't use my services, your child will never get married. It's the most horrific and horrible thing, and it's a mitzvah to warn the public uh, about such people. They're, these people should not be rabbis. These people, the worst part of it is they abuse the Torah. They abuse the Torah for it. Rav David Yosef, he writes in his book in Halakha Burah, he's been involved in dozens of these cases. Um, he wrote about cases where, and he would go to the family and he would say, please, please, go to a doctor. Take your child to a doctor. The, the family would not take their child to a doctor because the rabbi said, uh, a child was sick and the rabbi said no you have to rely on my prayers don't go to the doctor and they paid the rabbi thousands of dollars they paid their twenty thousand dollars for the amulet and for the prayer and for the service and did not take their child to the doctor it's like something for unimaginable unimaginable it happens yeah, yeah. I, can I say like in our community it's widespread and Baruch Hashem no uh, but it, people can get into a situation and if they don't have community support and they don't have the right people around them supporting them, um, they can get taken advantage of by, by these people, uh, unfortunately. These nevelot, it's hard to even call them people. Uh, and Rav David Yosef said, I had situations that I was not able to influence the family to go to a doctor and the child died. He said, I had a, and he writes in, this is what he writes in his book, in Allah Burah. And he said, and I had a case that he said, I said, Baruch Hashem, he said, the child was getting worse because the family wouldn't get the, take the child to, uh, to a doctor. And he said, I, I pushed them and pushed them and pushed them until finally they sent the child to a doctor and then the child's life was safe. The, was saved. The child got, uh, got better. But the child would have almost died otherwise. So that, so with all of that being said, and I don't want to. The point of this is not to say, uh, don't go to rabbis to pray for you, because we should. This is what's written in the halacha. Go. Uh, it says a person should pray themselves from their heart. Uh, a person who prays from the heart for themselves or for, some, or for someone who's close to them, your own tefillah is the most powerful tefillah. It's also written, ask other people to pray for you. It's also written, go ask the rabbi to pray for you. Uh, it's, it's one thing, it's part of Judaism and part of our Torah that we say, you know, go to the rabbi of your synagogue, go to a rabbi that you know. There are many good rabbis out there, really. I, I think the majority are good rabbis. Uh, right? I, I want to believe the majority are good rabbis, they're great rabbis, and they'll pray for you, and they won't charge, they won't charge you. You know, it's part of what we do in our synagogue. We all, uh, we'll pray for, for your sick person. Uh, but those rabbis that will take advantage of people, chas v'shalom, uh, stay, stay far, far away. And anybody you care about, 
pull them and tell them stay far, far, far away from such people. The Rafid Manchester, where a regular Jew goes to the rabbi, says, I need your help, can you pray for me? His answer to the regular Jew is, is he any less your father than he is my father? Says, why, do, why do I get it? Is he any less your father than he is my father? That was the answer he gave him. Beautiful. Okay, so we have the signal from the headmaster. Uh, so the we're going to continue in the Pelayoids tomorrow. But this, I think, is a very, it's a very important topic to talk to the public about. Hey. Sponsor, bro. Sponsor, bro.